That's a done deal right there, boys. You heard it. Live. AB is on the move. Man. Dumps Ellis, keeping the dribble alive, going to bank. Fink on the roll, able to break contain. Ellis wrapping around. Fink able to strip the first man. Ellis gets around him. Fink looking in zone. Ellis catching. Welcome, everybody, to the Fantasy Giant Podcast. I am your host, the biggest Joe you know, and I am joined once again after a one-week hiatus by El Scorcho, the 2022 champ, Campbell Soup. Oh, going back. It's the last time you were a winner. Oh, ouch. How are you doing, Greg? I'm doing good. It, it feels good to be found. I'm no longer missing. Yeah, we had a bad week, both of us. So I figured yeah. maybe let's reminisce about the old times, kind of get that mojo back, get things going Ooh. for uh, week number nine. Yes, we 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 certainly need it. <laughs> Check out thefantasygiant.com and follow me at the Fantasy Giant. And I would like to say hello to our loyal listeners. There's two of them in, oh. in Germany. Oh, we have Guten Tag. We have German listeners. They are big fans of the Coast awesome. to Coast League. They get all their dynasty news and advice yes. from the two of us. They must be really good at fantasy football. You guys have come to the right yeah. place. Please keep listening. Reach out. Get a hold of me. I will get you on the show. We'll record at any time that may. I don't know what the time difference is in Germany, but it's big. We'll get up early. We can do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm up at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard every day. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready for that. All right, some news around the league. Well, it's uh, it's been a dark couple of days for me. I feel like I've had a rain cloud over my head because, well, the king the king went down. Derrick Henry is injured. Bye bye, fantasy gem, my eight dollar mm. keeper for the last three years. Bye bye, Derrick, and bye bye, hope. I mean, I know my team is still pretty no. good, but it feels like it, man. That's a big piece to lose. You know, it it certainly does hurt your team. You you do have some other running backs though who are are solid. I mean, nobody's on the level of Henry, but they're they're guys you can play and not get laughed at. It, and remember, your wide receivers, you you still got a lot of studs there. the The only problem is you you've kind of lost that nice baseline. Like you're, you don't have a guaranteed 20, 25 every week from a guy. Now you're kind of in the same boat with the rest of us playing the ups and downs. Yeah. I'm like 75 or 130. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Your high points or loss. Exactly. Uh, and Josh Jacobs says, thank you for calling him solid. So uh, he appreciates that comment. I got you, Josh. <laughs> Uh, some other news in the NFL. Well, another player that I have on almost every one of my rosters has been announced. He's done for the year. Michael Thomas. Yeah. I, oh, I thought that was going to be like a, a, a late season gem. I literally rostered him in 80% of the leagues, every league I'm in. That's not the dynasty league, because of course I uh, didn't have him going into the year. I drafted him. I even picked him up for my boss's team a couple weeks ago. I said, oh, this is going to be sneaky, Steve. Don't worry. We got this. Yeah. I was real excited about that. And then they announced he's done for the year. So my my question for you right now is, does Michael Thomas have any keeper value going into next year? Um, Not in the Legacy League. I, I don't think at so. At $20? Definitely not at $20. Um, maybe at less than 10 it, especially if you don't have a lot of options, I, I, then I would certainly think about it. But I mean, he's not playing for the Saints again. You know, he's uh, he, he's going to be on a different team, and 
who knows what kind of shape he's going to be in. I mean, there's just so much up in the air right now. I, I wouldn't keep him. I'd toss him back next year and get him for less than 20. Yeah, depending on where he goes. But yeah, that's uh, my dilemma. Sure. I was so upset that he was going to be good and be like that sneaky play. And you know me, I always take the controversial players and try to get hit on that value. Sure. So I have him for 20 bucks in the legacy league and another league. I drafted him in the fourth round, which was a complete Ooh. reach. But my other next pick wasn't until late in the sixth, so I thought I would miss him, and I wanted to make sure I had him for next you season. got him. Yeah, and I got nothing out of him. So uh, I got some decisions to make whether or not I would keep him. It's going to be tough. I mean, he's the most talented wide receiver, one of the most talented wide, rec- wide receivers there is. But, again, who's his quarterback? What team does he even end up on? So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Maybe we'll see him in Detroit. We're not seeing any big free agent come to Detroit except Carlos Correa. 10 years, oh. 300 mil. Write it down. He's coming. Go. All right. You heard it here yeah. first, folks. Go get them, Tigers. Uh, COVID is still a thing. I don't know if you heard. Uh, Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID, so it looks like he'll be out this week. Uh, Saquon also tested positive. He is going to be retested and he's vaccinated. So if he can get two negative tests, he'll be able to play this week, but he's still banged up and the giants go on by next week. So I got a feeling if he ain't a hundred percent, they're just going to let him sit, give him those two more weeks to rest and then bring him back for the home stretch. And I mean, I got to bring it up, but it's super unfortunate. And um, Henry Ruggs was released by the Raiders after his DUI um, and thoughts and prayers go out to the family who lost their daughter uh, in the car accident, uh, 23 year old, uh, just awful, awful story. Uh, yeah, unfortunately I think Henry Ruggs will get another chance in the NFL, obviously not this season, maybe not next, but Dante Stallworth got another chance and he wasn't 22 mm-hmm. years old, like Henry Ruggs is. So a young player who has a huge upside, you're probably going to see him on another roster, but as of right now, I mean, go ahead and drop him everywhere. And just more importantly, just uh, take a moment. Yeah. Pray for the family. Yeah. And and call a freaking Uber. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, we don't need to call anybody. Yeah. Call, call a friend, call your mother, uh, anybody. Yeah. And the NFL has a car service. Anytime you need a ride anywhere, a player gets a ride. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, moving on to our quick three. Uh, starting off with number one, the Kansas City Chiefs are the only team to have all of their remaining opponents on their schedule currently have a winning record. So that's not good for a team who Yikes. has not looked very good. <laughs> My goodness, just uh, they've had like two good games this year where their team's clicking. It seems like Mahomes thinks he can throw a home run every single time. It's uh I feel like they haven't been getting Kelsey involved as much or trying to just throw these bombs. And It's like they got figured out in the Super Bowl last year and every team has watched that film and they've done the same thing and KC just can't seem to pivot to something else. Yeah, there's a lot of tape on Mahomes and obviously with all the publicity he's gotten, these teams are watching KC's offense. And I mean, they're honestly, I think they're getting too cute. They put him in motion on Monday and like pitched it to him so he could try and throw it like, Come on, you're one of the most talented teams in the league. You have all these weapons. Just play some football. You know, at, at what point do you keep it simple and you spread them out and you run it up the middle or you spread it out and run a speed option? You, you know, simplify things. Just just do something different. Try and, you know, get those safeties to come up because as soon as they come up, you got Hill, you got Kelsey, you got everyone. I, I know you want to be this big, high-scoring offense, and that's certainly what we love to see in fantasy football. 
But from a real football perspective, sometimes you, you know, you, you just got to go into three yards in a cloud of dust. There's a reason it's worked for a hundred years. A uh, question for you. What are the chances the Kansas city chiefs miss the playoffs this year? Oh, geez. Um, less than 50. I, I was going to say about 25% chance probably. Yeah. If I, if I was gonna put a real number on it, I'd probably go higher than that. I'd probably go about 35%. Their, their struggles are real in their division. The chiefs are only a game back behind the Raiders. So we'll see how it goes, but they got to play much better. Tweet number two, and it talks about the game-winning touchdown in the Dallas Cowboys game on Sunday Night Football. And this is a quote from Amari Amari Cooper. CD wanted the ball real bad. He told Coop it was double right because that would put Amari on the right side and Cooper on the left. Coop, the quarterback, nah, it's double left, bro. And then CD said to the quarterback, Coop, you want to let me get this. Amari Cooper chimed in, hell nah. <laughs> so that's how much pride I take in wanting that ball in those pivotal moments because I know I can go up and make a play. Mm-hmm. You can see CD Lamb's got superstar diva TO oh, yeah. mentality. A lot of divas in Dallas. A lot of divas play wide receiver. I, I think you have to be. You know, you, you have to demand the ball. You have to really want it because let's be honest, they only get so many, you know, moments in a game, right? You know, offensive linemen, we're, we're on, on show all day. But those wide receivers, you know, eh, five, six times they catch it in a game. And if they weren't a diva, if they were more hard-nosed, they'd play defense. True. Tweet number three. Uh, this is from the Hammer Don oh. podcast. It is uh, Pat McAfee's spinoff show. Comes on after his uh, podcast on YouTube. It's all about gambling, hosted uh, by the COVID Cowboy and Bubble Gumps. If you're a gambler, I've probably recommended this podcast on their show. Whenever there's a debate on who to bet on, they'll break down and flip a coin. All right. Who doesn't love a good coin flip, right? Mm-hmm. Well, on their show, the coin was currently 30 and O, had never lost. Unbelievable, right? 50 50 wow. odds. You're flipping a coin. Yeah. It's deciding and it's never lost a bet. Well, they decided to flip it Tuesday night. Habs heads, wings, tails. They go to flip it. One of the guys says, I really hope it's heads. And it comes up tails Uh-oh. and they bet on the wings and the wings lose three, nothing. Mm. And the coin takes its first loss mm. 30 and one because those damn red wings, unbelievable. Like the odds that a coin could go 30 and Oh, insane. There's a reason you don't listen to coin flips and that's it right there. They cause you to bet on the red wings. Here's a betting <laughs> tip. Don't bet on the red wings this year. Don't do it. All right. Our highlights from this past week, the star of the week, Michael Carter running back for the jets, rookie running back. He was the top scoring non quarterback. Wow. And most likely he was on your bench. Like he was in legacy league for Corpy mm-hmm. 27.7 points for Michael Carter. He's getting more and more involved as the week goes on. And the jets looked pretty good without Zach Wilson. Yeah. It, it's kind of weird, right? So, so it might be the same sort of situation. Like when you have a rookie pitcher called up in the MLB, like people just don't know what he's doing. They don't know what he has. So he goes out there and does his thing. They get game film on him. They look at it in the next game falls flat on his face. So honestly, that's kind of what I'm expecting. Uh, I'm not hoping it because, you know, Jets and Lions fans were kind of the same, but that that's what I would expect. I would not play him this coming week. That's for sure. 
37 for 45, 405 yards, three touchdowns. He did have two interceptions, but he led all quarterbacks in passing in week number eight. Guy in Vegas put $1,000 on him to lead the league in passing in week eight, and it would have paid out 125000 Wow. Before Monday Night Football with Patrick Mahomes, he got a little nervous, and he put the ticket for sale for $100,000. Now, I, I, I didn't follow up. I'm not sure if anyone spent the money, but if they did, they would have won the 125000 So, hey, a quick $25,000 if you got 100000 to blow. Or if you got a thousand to throw on a long shot, if I got a thousand bucks. I ain't betting on some guy named Mike White. <laughs> Game of the week, also in the Legacy League. It came down to Monday Night Football, and it was a rematch Ooh. of last year's championship as Ashawn's hair took down the Hertz locker. Kyle needed Kyle needed Williams to score ten points on Monday Night Football, and even though. Frank Gore's grandson looked real good and got the touchdowns. Williams was able to do just enough in that second half. And Kyle squeaked by the victory 79 to 74, earning his first win of the year. Congratulations, Kyle. That's awesome. It was a low scoring game, but you know, that's been your thing this year, low scoring and you, you won. I'm happy for you. Nobody should have to go through the whole season without a single win. That would be terrible. So I am really happy to see Kyle get this win. Yeah, it's uh, Dave was the lowest score of the week, and Kyle was the second lowest score of the week, mm. and they just happened to run into each other, and the stars aligned. Kyle's got the championship from last year over Dave, and now another win this year. Sorry, Buzzsaw. I think Kyle's got your number. You know, when you get only one win in a year, which it could possibly be for Kyle, and it's like this. It's against Dave, the guy you beat last year in the championship. That's how you want it, man. He's got bragging rights over one person. He owns that team. Get him, Kyle. All right, now let's take a look at the rest of the scores from the Legacy League. Waste Management got a 97-82 to 82 victory over the Fantasy Giant thanks to 24 points from the newly acquired Chris Godwin. The Washington Redskins beat Bad Juju 109 to 82 thanks to AJ Brown's 26 and Michael Pittman's 25. As we said, Kyle took down Dave 79-74. I Heart Fart gets a 10-point victory over I Love Lamb thanks to Stafford and Cupley in the way 109 to 99. Showing Pride takes down For Sale, the artist formerly known as Bishop Sycamore 115 to 88. Thanks to Tom Brady's 29 points and your weekly high point winner for the first time this year, 124 to 81. The fantasy behemoth takes down El Scorcho. Corby led by Joe Mixon's 23 and DK Metcalf's 20. Corby had seven of his players in double digits. The only player who failed to get double digits, it was a pretty down game for him, was Swift. You expected more things when they announced Jamal Williams was out that game. I think everybody kind of thought Swift was going to go off, and he really didn't. Even by Lions standards, it was a weird game. I mean, they, they've tried hard all year and played tough in this game. They just they just didn't want to play, and that's what they looked like the whole game. It was a whole team. So, All right, there are currently seven teams over or at 500. Remember, seven make the playoffs. So if the playoffs started today, if you have a 500 record or better, you're in. El Scorcho, you're not 500. Can't miss those playoffs. Got some work cut out for you. Oh, just give it time. 
Everything's coming together. In the food watch, Jeff is 60 points back of Kyle. And Stortz has an 80-point lead on Kyle. So it looks like uh, that's going to be a lot of points to make up. So I'm saying it's going to be between Jeff and Kyle, the two one-win teams. One of them is going to be catering the draft. Uh, We are officially past the halfway mark. We are coming up to week nine. There are 14 regular season games. So you could do the math there. We've got to come down the home stretch to see who will be cooking next August. We have a couple of teams that have been streaking. Dave has dropped his last three games after starting the season five and oh, he is now five and three. While Steve and the farts have won their last seven and he improves to seven and one as a two game lead in our division. Looks like he's in a driver's seat for that first overall seed unless uh, the Washington Redskins can catch him. Dave's team kind of seems to be going as Mike Williams goes. Um, I, I know there's more to a team than that, but since Mike Williams started having down games, you know, Dave's kind of done the same thing. And with the farts, I, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like that they are going to have a great regular season. They're going to get a lot of high points like they already have. And when it gets later in the season... He's got a lot of stacks in there, right? I think teams might start figuring out his stacks. You are such a hater. He's going to drop one in the playoffs to a team that he should beat. Now, I'm not saying what team it'll beat, but it's a team he probably should beat. I, I don't know. That's just the feeling I got. You've hated on the farts for years. No matter what this guy does, you do not believe in his team. He's seven and one, multiple high point victories. His team looks better than he's had in the past. He's done a great job ever since we switched to the auction format. He has accelerated multiple time third place finisher. And you're just like, oh, I don't care what he does. He's going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. You're well, a hater. I mean, of course, that means that I need to mention the farts in my game of the week. Yep. I have the farts versus the Washington Redskins for my game of the week. There are great fantasy matchups on either side of this matchup itself. So I talked earlier about the stacks that the farts have. They have Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. That's the Rams going against Tennessee. Not terrible, not the greatest, but he's also got a Buffalo. I wouldn't exactly call it a stack, but he's got two Buffalo players. Uh, He's got Cole Beasley, who's done really well the last few weeks. And then he's also got the Bills this week going up against Jacksonville. That's awesome. And oh yeah, did I mention he's got Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, and Lamar Jackson on the bench. So he He's put all his eggs in one basket or maybe three baskets, but it's been working out real well for him so far this year. And he's got some good matchups this week. On the other side, the best matchup is the Indianapolis Colts versus the Jets. So Kedzo and his Redskins have Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. going up against the Jets. You need to keep an eye on those, what is it, three or four games next week. Those are really going to determine the matchups. So the Farts obviously need Stafford and Cup to have a good game against Tennessee. It'll be interesting to see how things play out while Tennessee doesn't have Henry. On the other side, though, the Washington Redskins kind of need to figure out their tight end and their defense because right now he's got Noah Fant in there as a starter. He's out. They've got the Buccaneers in there as a starter. They're on by this week. And on his bench, he has... On his bench, he has the Titans. They're going up against the Rams. That That's not a good matchup. He's not starting them. Um, he's also got Hawkinson on the bench. He's on by this week. So there, there's definitely some moves that he's going to have to make on waivers this week. Um, so because of those moves and the uncertainty involved, I'm kind of leaning toward the farts to win this week. I mean, uh, good matchups and everything. 
know, when I saw you put this in the doc, I kind of looked into this game and one player really stood out to me in this matchup. Do you know what position rank Jonathan Taylor currently is? I, I think he's up there, actually. Is he like fifth? He's second behind Derrick Henry. What? I was shocked by that. I would I would have said wow. for sure top 10. I did not expect second. Huh. But just look at these last five games for him. 18, 30, 28, 17, 19. He's really gone on a tear. Yeah. And he's doing it all with 15 to 18 carries. He's getting done. He's got a touchdown in all five of those games. Jonathan Taylor has been having a great second year. And I feel like it's kind of gone under the radar. You, you know, the Colts, they, they started off the season so slow with Wentz being hurt and everything. And they were supposed to have this great offense. Um, and I think we're finally starting to see it come together now. It's taken a while. I'm all in on the Colts for a few more weeks here. Well, they're three and five, and I have them under nine and a half. So hopefully uh, I can hit that bet. That's about right. All right, my game of the week. Well, it's a giant versus a behemoth oh, as wins? I take on Corpy. And this game has uh, more on the line than just a fantasy win. You know, this is friendship. Well, maybe former friendship because oh. after my, uh, I don't know, drunken escapades at the auction draft, Brian still hasn't talked to me. We're, wow. we're what, 11 weeks removed from the draft and uh, doesn't answer my text, doesn't answer my calls. This was uh, this guy stood up in my wedding. He's been my best friend for you know 25 years, and uh, he's ghosted me. Are you me. sure it's not your phone? <laughs> it, it might be. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Brian, if you're mad at me, let me know. Football side, this game, well, as we talked about earlier, I have no more Derrick Henry. So without Derrick Henry, I'm going to have to pivot to either Josh Jacobs or Khalil Herbert. Uh, Corpy is without his two keepers this week, both on by DeAndre Swift and Ooh. DK Metcalf. So kind of evens it out. But Corpy does come into this game heating up. He got high points this past week. And two of the last three weeks, he scored over 120 points. Mm. So usually going to get a win. My prediction is I don't care about the win, Brian. Just be my friend again. This is more than football. Aww. This is friendship. I already <laughs> lost Derrick Henry. I can't lose you too, bud. And if you don't want to text Joe, text me. It's okay. I, I I can be a mediator if you need something, Brian. I'm just going to go to Orchard Lane and knock on the door pretty soon if I don't hear from him just to make sure. Like, what did I do? Was I that drunk? I don't know. I probably was, but it was a great draft. All right, it let's was. keep – it was. We had, I had fun, probably too I much I had a great fun. time. Sorry, Brian. I don't know what I did, but I did something. All right, moving along to the coast-to-coast, let's take a look at the scores from our Dynasty League. Chaos Tyrants get the win over the 2022 champs, 118 to 101. The Gnus get a big win over Team Beers, 134 to 98. That's more points than he's put up the last two weeks combined, thanks to 30 from Josh Allen and 27 from A.J. Brown. The other Team Beers also put up 134 points. They beat Sunnyville, 134 to 85. He was led by Tom Brady. The 08 Lions get the win over Cromarty's Child Care, 114 to 96. And your high points from the week is threat level midnight, 7 and 1, 134 to 103, taking down yours truly, the fantasy giant, giving me my second loss. Threat level was led by rookie running back Michael Carter. So Michael Carter on both weekly high points, even though only one of them started him, he was still there. So as I said, Tyler is now the top dog at seven and one, and he has a three-game lead on his division. So we can almost put it in pen. He's getting that first round by. On the other side, uh, I was glad you lost. 
it's with me. So I keep my one game lead on you. So it's going to go down to the wire between us, see who gets that first round by. But we have two teams at four and four, uh, not too far behind. So we can't be caught sleeping. Keep on winning. Uh, Just a reminder, there is no trade deadline in the Dynasty League, the Legacy League. Trade deadline's happening Friday at 3 a.m. No trade deadline in Dynasty. So if you're looking to make that run, you know, feel free to sell some youth, get some pieces. Or if you want to build for the future, a little birdie told me Chafee wants to trade his draft picks. Oh, He's sick of drafting busts. He'd rather have proven guys than go in the draft and piss away draft picks. If you want some picks, maybe hit up Chafee because they might be early. Uh, I could use a running back if anyone's trying to sell a running back in Dynasty, but I feel like everybody could use a running back. Uh, And remember, the bottom four play for the first overall pick. And so that's a quick way to jumpstart your rebuild. I earned that number one overall pick last season, got Najee Harris. So here I am today with uh, on my way towards the playoffs. Yeah, so that just goes to show you, in that league, the Coast to Coast Dynasty League, do not give up. You want to win that first pick. I had it a few years ago, and I believe I got Josh Jacobs. You're going to get a solid player if you get that first pick. So hang in there, guys. I just know the one year I screwed up, and this year every running back came out, McCaffrey, Ornette, Kamara, and I drafted, I believe his name is Matt Jones. Oh, from the Washington Redskins, mm-hmm. he was like a second-year player in line to be the starter, and he was a bum. That was that's when I said I will never not draft a rookie in those first two rounds. You have to take a rookie. I I, I learned my lesson real quick that year. Yeah, that's that's my uh, Laquan Treadwell rule. All right, but looking ahead to next week, why don't you tell us about the game you're keeping an eye on? Yeah, so next week the game I'm keeping an eye on in the Coast to Coast League is the 08 Lions versus the Chaos Tyrants. These are two fourth place teams that really need to start making moves. Um, The 08 Lions, solid up and down, no real big superstars except at quarterback with Lamar Jackson and running back with Jonathan Taylor. But again, these are long rosters, a lot of starters in here. So that's not really a lot of firepower. The 08 Lions need to have solid games from pretty much all their wide receivers to have a chance to hang around here. Uh, So that would be Jalen Waddell, Cortland Sutton, Marquez Callaway. Allen Robinson, yuck. Brandon Ayuk, yuck. You know, so that that is kind of asking a lot to have solids from all his wide receivers. The 08 Lions have been hit by uh, by like a bus. I mean, half his team is on IR or out or on by. So he's really just trying to cobble together a lineup this week. It looks like he's done a decent job um, with Aaron Rodgers out. He's having to start Derek Carr, quarterback. Of course, he's still got Joe Mixon in there taking a dice roll with Jacoby Myers and uh, Tyler Higby in there too. Uh, Tyler Boyd's down there at the bottom. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, but this matchup is predicted as a pick em. It, It's a plus minus less than a point. So it should be a really good matchup. And it's one I'm going to be watching. I got a feeling the chaos tyrants is going to be one of those teams that just got knocked out this year early. A lot of injuries going to get that first overall pick next year is just going to be a force to reckon with again like you said his ir is currently filled with miles sanders dj shark cam Akers, george kittle juju he's got terrence marshall and jalen rager both young guys banged up uh, i don't know if i mentioned paris campbell's on ir so it's uh, a lot of injuries for nick a guy who's been a force in this league since it started so we'll see what happens the rest of the way for him 
Moving along to the chopping block, we get to say bye-bye to Dan's dandy team. He is officially eliminated, and I I can't believe it. Somehow, Beer and Chicken Wings gets by again. It came down to Sunday Night Football. Beer and Chicken Wings had 58. Dan's dandy team had 50. He needed eight and a half points from Justin Jefferson, and Jefferson only got him three points. And somehow, Beer and Chicken Wings survived again for the third time the last five weeks without spending any money yet. Yeah, I mean, more power to him. I tried doing it that way, and it it did not work for me. He kind of had the same blueprint he had last year. Last year, he drafted Dalvin Cook and rode him all the way to the championship. I think he wanted to do the same thing this year, but he was doing with Derrick Henry. Unfortunately, as we talked about, Henry is uh, pretty much done for the fantasy season. He might make it back for the actual NFL season, but for fantasy purposes, uh, he's done. So Jay did actually have to spend some money this week. He bid 30 bucks on Nick Chubb and he got him the next closest bid. Uh, I had 15. So he spent a little more, but it'd have been nice if I could have somehow stole him. Aaron Rodgers, he went for 41 points pre COVID, and that was the team butts. Uh, Jay bid 30 on him, so he just got outbid. But Jay did get his hands on Kyler Murray for 36. Uh, Tony, the next highest bidder there for 19. Not a ton of movement uh, other than that. I did wake up to take a piss at about 4.30 in the morning. I decided, hey, let's check my phone and see if anything went through. Oh, Justin Jefferson sitting on waivers for free. Uh, I will take that. So uh, I, I am in need of a running back. I got to start Josh Jacobs in way too many leagues this week, but uh, oh, come on. He's not that bad. I know. I just couldn't pass up Justin Jefferson sitting on waivers. You had to put him on the no, team. No, absolutely not. So Jay finally did spend some money. He spent 66 bucks this week. Uh, the top four players with money still remaining. Tony has 49, you know, just about half. The soft knocks who I think everyone thinks it's going to be their week to get eliminated. He played Devonta Adams this past week who didn't play. Uh, he got 30, he has 39 bucks left. Jay has 34 and Duncan has 30. So as we get down to less and less teams, that's going to be a, a big factor with who has the money left when some of these super teams start to get eliminated in the chopping block. Elsewhere in my fantasy leagues, uh, IDP, I'm the loser of three straight. And this week I get a matchup with first place. So hopefully we get CMC back, but I'm just pushing to make the playoffs. As long as I get in those playoffs, I got a pretty good lineup. I think I can make a run. In the BWO, I talked about last week, I made that trade with Tom. He gave me the choice. Do I want OBJ or Tyler Boyd? And I said, well, maybe OBJ will get traded. Give me OBJ. Well, this week I played Tom and OBJ scored one point for me. I lost by three and Tyler Boyd scored 18 for him. So had I taken Tyler Boyd and not OBJ, I would have gave Tom a loss. Uh, So that's too bad there, but hey, whatever. I'm out of it, so he can get the win. Uh, how are you doing in that family league? You know, I, I'm doing well, thank God. You, you know, for all, all my fantasy shit talking, that'd be terrible to do bad in a family league. Um, but I, I'm in second place right now. Uh, I believe I'm at seven and one. The uh, guy ahead of me is my father-in-law, who is seven zero and one. So I, I got a big matchup against Papa Nuke this week. He he was already texting me earlier this week talking trash. So, you know, I had to get back at him a little bit. I'm excited for this week's matchup. It's going to be a fun one. Jeff's offering me trades. Oh, what is it? Ooh, I, I got to look into this one more. It's Emmanuel Sanders and Ertz for Antonio Brown. Oh, why wouldn't you do that? 
Uh, I just, I, I want to look up and see what the injury is on Antonio Brown. I think he would have played this week if there wasn't a bye. Okay. Yeah, you got to do that. Because if that's what it is, then. Because, I mean, you got Ertz for free two weeks ago. I got Sanders for free. Four weeks ago. Waiver pickups. I mean, they were fantasy dollars, but still. And you've gotten a lot out of Sanders, probably more than you would have expected. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I think he's going to do crap the rest of the season. I just, I, I think they've found Cole Beasley and defenses are kind of figuring it out. I just feel like he's going to be a mess all year. All right. I, se- I sent Jeff a text. Propose it. Done deal. Done deal. There's a trade made live on the show? Well, it, he hasn't proposed it yet, so I cannot confirm. Antonio Brown for Zach Ertz and Emmanuel Sanders. Yep. We'll, we'll see if he uh, gets back to me before the end of the show. All right, time to take a look at our weekend watch, and it starts tonight on Thursday night football. We have the New York Jets traveling to Indy to take on the Colts, who are favored by 10.5. In college football on Saturday, noon kickoff on Fox, number six, Ohio State favored by 15 at Nebraska. 3.30 on CBS, number 13, Auburn visits number 14, Texas A&M, who is favored by 4.5 at home. 7 o'clock on ESPN, LSU visits number three, Bama, who's favored by 28 and a half points. And 7.30 on ABC, number seven, Oregon, favored by six and a half as they visit Washington. In the NFL on Sunday, locally at one o'clock, we will see Minnesota at Baltimore, who's favored by five and a half. That game is on Fox. On CBS at one o'clock, we get the Cleveland Browns at Joe Burrow's Cincinnati Bengals, who are favored by two and a half at home. 425 Fox game of the week, the Aaron Rodgers list Packers take on the Kansas City Chiefs, who are favored by three at home, but look for that spread to move now that Rodgers is out. Sunday night football is the Tennessee Titans without King Henry traveling to LA, who's favored by seven and a half. And Monday night football, on ESPN, we got the Chicago Bears at the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are favored by six and a half. All right, what do we got for Fink's favorite of the week? Man, there there should have been some really good matchups this week. You know, there should have been. And then guys that go get COVID and get hurt, all sorts of junk. Um, so the game I will be watching is going to be the Oregon-Washington game. On ABC at 7.30 Saturday night. Now, Oregon is number seven. Washington's unranked. Oregon's only favored by six and a half. I feel like it should be more. Washington is not a great team. Oregon, traditionally, has uh, taken it upon themselves to blow out teams. I, I think it would help them in their case right now for the season to blow them out. Um, so I like Oregon big on Saturday night. Last weekend, I feel like we were so spoiled with college football. A lot of great matchups and a lot of great games. Oh, my gosh, that Michigan-Michigan State game was one for the ages. That definitely lived up to every bit of hype that it got. This week, yeah, pretty lackluster matchups. It's big spreads in some games. So interesting to see uh, how they play out. And then, like you said, in the NFL, we're really kind of disappointing. We're not getting Rodgers against Mahomes. Uh, on Fox. I almost would wish they'd switch. I'd rather watch Kyler take on the 49ers, but you know, they're not getting Mahomes off of national TV there. All right. Our call your shot every week. We make a prediction about something that's going to happen the next week. Last week, I predicted that a trade will happen and it happened while I was editing the show. So I had oh. to 
make a change and we saw the uh, trade go down between uh, Morabito and Lynette in the Legacy League. And hey, we had a trade go down during this show. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, last week you were MIA, so no prediction from you. But what do you have predicted for this next week? So I'm actually kind of going out on a limb here because uh, normally we'll call, you know, oh, somebody different with weekly high points that doesn't want it. I'm actually going to pick the team that I think will have weekly high points. And I think it will be the team that shall not be named. Greg McClucky's no-name team will get high points this week. I am calling for the Sunnyville Sam Squatches to shock the world. They're getting 40 points right now on the spread with their matchup against threat level midnight, but I think they're going to get it done, get the victory, take down the top dog. Chafee, you got this, my man. I'm rooting for you. All right. Thank you everyone for listening to the fantasy giant podcast. Big thanks to our listeners out there in Germany and uh, all you here in the great state of Michigan. And also thanks to our one female listener in the 35 to 65 age range. Mom, I appreciate (laughs) your support. Hey, she listens more than my wife, so she can get a shout out. As she should. And uh, also, thank you to anybody who listened to the ad. We had uh, some advertisements placed in the pod last week for the first time. So I'm not sure what it was for. I didn't get a chance to hear it. I pay for uh, Spotify Premium, so I didn't get the ad. Hopefully some of you did. Listen to it. Maybe I'll make a buck or two. Maybe we can get uh, Great Lakes Malting as a sponsor. Hmm? We'd have to make sure we don't sell either good name, though. Are you going to try to put that in the trade offer? Uh, That'll be an addendum. It'll be down a little further in the fine print. I'll try and get them to sign it and not read it. One 30-second live read for Antonio Brown. (laughs) Hi, I'm Greg, and if you're like me, you enjoy a nice craft beer. And what better craft beer than one brewed right here in the great state of Michigan with Michigan ingredients? That's right. I'm talking about Great Lakes Malting. That was pretty good, Jeff. What do you think? Hit me up, bud. You can sponsor the show. We're all Michigan born and raised. We want our beers to be Michigan born and raised. And we can't do that without Great Lakes Malting. So if you are a home brewer, if you are just a beverage connoisseur like the fantasy giant Nell Scorcho, then you will make sure that all your beer is brewed with Great Lakes malt. Huh? Not bad. Those two are on the house. The next one costs Saquon, so uh, send me some offers. <laughs> he might just give them to you. <laughs> hey, that was a great ad read, you know. Uh, this show's going to take some editing. Oh, yeah, I got, I got an hour ahead of me at least. <laughs> yeah. At least. I might just leave it all in, let it run. These guys need to hear what we we talk about. So uh, Just throw it on at the end, and you know when people let it play, all of a sudden they'll be like, wait, what? Huh? What league are they talking about? Did someone just make a trade? I didn't see any trades. Oh, man. All right. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Giant podcast. Uh, Hope you listen each and every Thursday. Uh, Good luck to you this weekend. Stay healthy, have fun, and I miss you, Derek. Wanan shui zhao.